Hello and welcome to the Safe Space for Black Girls Career Advice Podcast. I am so glad that you decided to join me today. My name is Merit, and I'm the founder and creator of Safe Space for Black Girls, the career advice column. Safe Space for Black Girls is a safe space for Black women to get valuable advice from a Black woman, especially tailored for Black women, to find their best career solutions. It is your platform to be honest, vulnerable, and your true unapologetic Black self. Whether it's a question about how to tailor your resume, prepare for an interview, salary negotiations, getting career clarity, or one of my absolute favorites, how to stay professional among unprofessional colleagues, this column is a space for honest, non-judgmental conversations to help you reach your career goals. I am your champion to get you through career challenges, and most importantly, to remind you of your Black Girl magic. A little bit about me. Throughout my career and life, uh, advocacy has been the through line since I can remember. I believe it is important to always be connected to the community that I've come from. My background is in HR and specifically in recruiting. I started to notice a trend. My close friends, families, and I were all experiencing similar challenges in our professional careers. And although I was able to provide them with helpful advice and career clarity, I couldn't help but wonder how many other Black women were facing similar issues and needed help. Thus, here we are, Safe Space for Black Girls, the career advice column. So, On this podcast, each week I answer a question that I've received and I provide tailored recommendations and tailored advice for next steps. So make sure you subscribe and tune in weekly. Also, if you have a career question, don't be shy. Ask me your question. You can simply complete a career question form and that link is in the description. All right, so let's kick off with the question of the day. All right, this question comes from Natasha in Florida. She writes, Dear Merit, when it comes time for annual reviews, I am told that despite the great review that they've just given me, that it will not equate to a salary increase. What should my response be if I'm deserving of one? Natasha! (laughs) Natasha. Girl, you know, if you don't know, now you know. Salary negotiations are my absolute favorite. And here's why. And I don't know if I've explained this before, but let me make sure that I do. Salary negotiations are my favorite because... I feel like for Black women especially, there's something, for me at least, and I hope that you have the same feeling as well, but there's something that feels deep-rooted. I don't, I feel like I, I'm more connected to my ancestors. And I, I know some of y'all are like, come on. No, but truly, I feel like I'm more connected to my ancestors when I start advocating for myself. Like I think about a Sojourner Truth or I think about a Harriet Tubman and I think like, nah, I got to go ahead and ask these questions because you know what? They were not risking their lives for freedom for me to just sit up here and take whatever is getting passed down to me. And 
I think that that's why salary negotiations is one of my favorite things to really talk about because there's something about us as black women who have to learn how to empower ourselves and to be able to advocate for ourselves so that we get paid our value, period, dot, point blank. The purpose of me going to work, the purpose of you going to work is to be compensated. That's the reason why we're showing up. So if I'm supposed to be compensated for the work that I'm contributing, it would make sense that I need to be compensated based on my value. And to me, it means we need to make sure that any and everybody is being compensated for the value that they bring to the company because the company is definitely benefiting from you. So, I mean, I kind of went on a tangent there, but I just needed to make sure you understood my passion and my excitement around this question. So let me take this back. You probably also saw me, I try to make sure I state this statistic wherever I possibly can, but I'm gonna re-say, I'm gonna re-share this statistic because it, it rings true to this specific example. Black women are the most educated, but get paid the least. We are also less likely to get the support and access we need to advance in our careers, and our managers are less likely to advocate for us. It's not a feeling. It's not my opinion. It's it's a fact. And so this sounds like this is an example of this very thing that I continue to share over and over again. Okay. So for starters, annual reviews are one of the most important HR practices in your position. It's one of the things that gives you, as an employee, an accurate assessment about how you're performing in the company. Although feedback should be given on a regular basis, the annual review is the written culmination of the work that you've done for the past year. Also, side note, although I don't think this applies to you, but I'm just going to say this anyways. If you've been working at your job and you've never received an annual review, you need to have that conversation with your supervisor yesterday because the annual review really connects to how you continue to get paid at your employer. So in your case, Natasha, I want to start off by congratulating you on such a successful annual review. Like, it sounds like you kill it, sis. (laughs) Y'all know I love that DJ horn. I don't know how to act. Okay. So when it comes to a company, Natasha, and they're stiff arming you on an increase, here are my suggestions. So number one, you need to spell out your value. You probably already did this before, but I want to make sure that I reiterate it again. Clearly define in numerical value how you have made and or saved your company money. A lot of times annual reviews focus on behavioral pieces and competency areas, how you're working with others. Did you achieve goals? But there's usually not a lot of space for you to talk about projects that you're working on and how those specific projects have increased revenue. So for example, you can talk about a project that you might have worked on and in your annual review, you'll want to say something along the lines to say, based on my contributions or based on my leadership in this project, I was able to increase revenue for our department, company, whatever, by 15%. 
I would also highly suggest for you to go through quarter by quarter to show your progression of how you monetarily and positively contributed to the company. So you want to make sure that you are including the overall contribution to your company for the entire year, i.e. this year I increase all sales by 30%. And you also want to make sure that you show them on a quarterly basis of how you were able to do that. If you're in a nonprofit or an education industry, you still can talk about your increases. It may not just be with sales. It could be over the last year, we increased youth retention numbers by 25%. Whatever industry you are, you want to make sure that you align your value with the bottom line of that company. Number two, come in knowing what you want. So you've already shown the value you've contributed to the company. Now it's time to talk numbers. Have a percentage of what you want before you start the review. The standard increase is 3% for the cost of living. So a company that offers you 3% is not actually offering you a raise. They are accounting for inflation. So when the time comes to discuss your next steps, this is when you will allow your supervisor to share the percentage that they agreed on. And that's when you know you need to move on to step three, negotiate. It sounds like Natasha They didn't give you what you earned. And I saw in the question that you said deserve. And I really want to resurface what I said in a previous podcast. I really want to push us to get out of a mind frame that a company holds value on what we're worthy of. So when we say things like deserve, that means that there is worth there. A company does not hold value on what you are worthy of. They do not. Only you hold that value. So instead, I want to push you to change your mindset a bit and to say what you've earned. You worked hard. You put in labor. Labor needs to be compensated. And you have earned that right to ask for more compensation based on your labor. Do you see the difference? Deserve equals worth. Earn equals compensation for labor. So in any event, if they are not presenting compensation that's reflective of your labor, You can, one, push back, ask for the higher percentage that you want. If they're saying that they can't do a percentage increase, you can always ask for other things. Ultimately, we want a higher salary, and as Black women, we put in the labor for it, but sometimes things happen. And in the age of COVID, a company could not be performing as well as they have in the past, and they may actually have some struggles, unless you work for Amazon. Because, sis, if that's the case, Honey, they need to pay you ASAP. Some of the things that you could ask for is it could be flexibility in your schedule. It could mean you earn more vacation days as a way of compensation. They can pay for professional development and training. You could delay your increase by X amount of months, and they can provide you with the merit increase as a stopgap until they're able to provide you with a full salary increase. Or you can just take a retention bonus. The point here is you don't really have to take no as an answer because it's unacceptable. You've already shown that you add value to your company. As such, you need to be compensated for it. You can also put it back on them. You've clearly outlined how you add value to the company. They need to come up with an appropriate way for them to compensate you as such. If after all of this and they don't budge, it may be time to start looking for another company. And you're doing this for two reasons. 
one, you want to see if there's a company that will pay you your value. And two, sometimes it's good to see what the industry standard is through other companies. I don't want you to think that it means that you have that you're not giving me what I want, so I'm going to take my toys out of the sandbox situation. It's not a tick for tack. It really is making sure that you learn more information and have a better understanding of what's out there. Also, Natasha, if you haven't already, I have created a free guide that is called How to Get Paid Your Value, The Secrets to Salary Negotiations. There is a space literally for you to think through all of these different items and to really reflect and make sure that you have the tools you need for this conversation. The link will be in the description, but I wanted to make sure that I called this out as well. So again, Natasha, super simple three steps. One, spell out your value. Two, come in knowing what you want. And three, negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. I so hope this was helpful. Again, congratulations on a positive annual review. And I hope that everything continues to work out. So this concludes our question for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Safe Space for Black Girls Career Advice column, the podcast. Ladies, remember, you are magical. And girl, your ancestors live inside you. There's literally nothing you can't do. Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving a review. Girl, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So if you really love it, you could like me on all three. Of course, if you have any career questions, do not be shy. Ask me your question. There's a link in the description, or you can visit my website, safe space for black girls forward slash about to complete the form. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye.